things and money Dad, get me out of this Good morning. You are listening to not Mocha Radio, but Coca Radio. Because Jack, well, technically not a prior obligation. I would consider this a prior obligation. But Jack decided not to show up today. He said he had better things to do. Uh, academics. But it's okay. We got plenty of planned. Great show for you guys. Uh, but it's just me, Coker Radio. And just right off the bat, we're rolling. On, I know you guys hate it when I talk sports, but Bryce Harper outdone by Mike Trout this morning. Mike Trout signed a 12-year contract with the Angels for $430 million, which is nuts. That's $100 million more than what Harper's getting with the Phillies. The biggest contract in professional sports by, I mean, a, a lot more, $100 million more. That's pretty cool. But uh, no, it's time for Break Fast because this is Coker Radio, your week in review. I'll start it off by saying, unfortunately, the meetings have occurred and Moker 2019, uh, my ASB presidential run with Jack and FFRAC frack, we got that gas, that natural gas. Um, our Fossil Fuels Research and Awareness Club, they're both officially defunct, kaput. Uh, not by our decision, obviously. I wouldn't decide to pull the plugs on pull the plugs on two projects that I was pretty hyped about. And, um, I mean, Frack obviously made a name for itself in Moker 2019, was just starting to pick up buzz. But um, there was a whole situation... I guess I was technically behind, uh, but you know, with the administration not suitable for, you could ask me about it. I, I'll, I'll talk about it, but um, yeah, no, unfortunately, uh, it didn't work out. So I'm sorry about that, guys. Also, this weekend we had uh, Saint Party's Day. I didn't know that they renamed it, but according to my Instagram feed, it appears that they did. Conor McGregor became the temporary king of Boston, it looked like, this weekend. He was driving his uh, proper 12th whiskey. They had a sort of wrapped-out car. I'm waiting for the day to wrap my car in something. I would have wrapped it with self-portraits if, if Moker 2019 got in office. I would have sort of put some glorious dictator vinyl wraps on my car, but we didn't get there. So, I'll, you know, we'll figure out an excuse in the future, but... He had his car, and he was just tossing, chucking beers. I mean, shuts the city by. If you get a dude who's good at fighting and good at drinking and then is Irish on, on the one sort of Irish holiday, you could shut down the city of Boston. And I think if he wanted to sort of throw a military coup type thing, he, he would have had the city behind him. I mean, I think even the... You know, on on top of a a crowd of drunk Bostonians, which no one messes with. But on St. Patrick's Day, they would have handed over the handed over the reins, called in the National Guard, whole deal. If if he wanted, I don't think he did. 
it wasn't Khabib. He'll fight on site. I also saw a video of a girl grinding, dropping low, and then making out with a dude in a cop uniform. Maybe you saw the video. I haven't decided if it's a real video yet. Because, obviously, it was all over the internet and in this day and age. I think that that gets you fired, even though, I mean, the dude... Whatever, he was, he was, on, he was an on-duty officer. You'll, you'll have to watch. Maybe I'll tweet the video. I mean, I wouldn't mind it if I was a cop, but I was checking his belt to see if, if he had a gun. It seemed like it could have just been a dude in a cop uniform. And if it was, great move just going to a packed St. Patrick's Day parade dressed like a cop because then you can go wherever you want. If it's too accurate of a police uniform, you might get in some trouble with the law. But if, if it's clear that it's a costume, maybe you've got a bit of green. This guy didn't. But it didn't stop the girl from going to town on him. I also forgot that they dye the river green in Chicago. When it, I think that uh, Tampa does it in the ocean, which is kind of funny because obviously that's a losing battle. But when it comes to fighting with Mother Nature to, I mean, put dye in a thing or, or something... Uh, I don't know. Everyone will get behind a bunch of boats just basically polluting a, a river. I mean, and I wish we had Jack in the studio because, obviously, he is a Brit. He's not Irish, but he does have red hair, and he kind of comes off looking a, a, a wee bit leprechaun. And it drives him crazy if anyone says that he's Irish. He's all pr- very proud of his British heritage and all that. But he's six feet, so we can't accuse him of being a leprechaun. If if he was my height with his hair, he would he he would get leprechaun jive all day long. But our luck of the Irish, we we celebrated Saint Party's Day um, at the Cheesecake Factory. Great meal. I got a zesty drink, a sort of orange cream soda lemonade type deal. It cost an inordinate amount, maybe four fifty for the lemonade, no refills. That's just how I roll. Zesty drinks. You know, you, it comes in the kind of fun Bellini glass, whole thing. So that's awesome. And what's amazing is if if you go to the Cheesecake Factory, it was it was just three of us there, but I mean we threw around an eighty five dollar meal. And I picked up most of the tab. That's how I roll. Obviously I ordered more food, but, you know, I'm just that type of guy. I like to do the tip, whole thing. Jack got the factory nachos, and he can't even defend himself about this, but he stuck his whole hand in the nachos. He's got sour cream all over his fingies, and he starts sticking them in my face. Like, he wants me to start sucking on his fingers. And what was amazing was Jack and I are not very intimate people. I mean, not, not together. I'm not, I, I don't like physicality all, all that much. But he starts sticking his fingers in my face like he wants me to kiss them. Like he wants me to kiss the ring. And the next thing you know, I think that he wants me to sort of uh, lick it off of his fingers. And I came very close in that moment because it was just so out of the blue that I was, you know, this close. You can't see what I'm doing. I've, I've got an inch on my fingers right now. I was this close. Just sticking his hand in my mouth and sucking the 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 sour cream off. And that's... For some reason, that's totally normal, but it wasn't normal to the girl next to us. Um, she was baffled by what was going on. Uh, she just started bursting out laughing. I mean, his fingers really were about an inch from my face, and then he darted them back when she started laughing, and we were like, wow, what did 
we get ourselves into. But the waitress was Karen, great, great girl, hooked us up. Uh, she took a little bit of a break, and Ray took over. Uh, Ray is a great name. He looked a little bit like uh, Penn Gillette. But Ray, Karen came back and finished the deal. She got the tip. She closed. Great, great thing. A little cheesecake, but you mispronounce it as cheese steak all the time. It's just funny. Whenever you go to Cheesecake Factory, a great meal. Chili's was packed on St. Patrick's Day. We left Chili's. Never experienced. I've never seen a Chili's that happening. It was like an hour wait at the Chili's. I also basically didn't, I mean, technically, no, I did not sleep at all last night. Zero sleep because of this stupid magazine project for history class. This kid bailed on his stuff. I was the editor. He lied. He deceived. It was deceit. He was showing me stuff that, was, that wasn't real. He had to make this whole magazine. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. My job was to get him to do it, and he pulled one over on me. So he made me look bad, and guess what? Now I have to do it. Yes, I get credit for it. Yes, I might get a 200% uh, uh, on this project because I'm a killer magazine designer. But nope, I've been doing this nonstop. I didn't sleep last night. That's how, that's how we roll. That's, that's coker. This isn't moker. Jack, Jack's not even in here. I roll... All night long, getting stuff done. That's the coker difference. With a boogeyman. I'm the boogeyman. Uh, weekend watches. Didn't really watch that much stuff because I was doing the magazine project and eating at Cheesecake Factory and doing things. That's how we roll on the weekends. Big stuff on the weekends. We're not sitting around watching movies, but I did watch a little bit of golf. Uh, Rory McIlroy got the dub at the Players Tournament. The sort of it's the unofficial major. Uh, I'm talking about sports again, but it's uh, it's great because of the 17th hole. It's this little island, short hole, you know, 120 yards, and they sort of have to get it on this little island, and it's electric. It's like the 18th, 18th hole doesn't matter because the 17th hole can mess you up in a minute. TPC Sawgrass, I've been there. It's in Florida, and it's the biggest purse on the tour. It's They walk away with some $20 million, which is... Pretty cool. It's not too shabby for Roy McElroy. Sorry, we're going to be talking about golf. Four! Jack and I are golf guys now. We hit some balls this weekend. That was a weekend weekend review. That was a break fast. I also watched a bit of the Sharks games. Sharks lost to the Preds. It's all sports. This is how we roll. We're running on a high caliber. That enters my mind. Magazine enters my mind. I'm the boogeyman. And now we're going to keep it all in the family... I've been planning this for a while, but I'm going to catch up with my grandmother, Mimi, on the air. Your call has been forwarded. Well, that didn't work. Your call has been... Maybe she just doesn't want to talk. She might be nervous. But the best darn thing about grandma's house was a great thing. It was nine feet high, six feet wide, soft as a downy chick. It was made from the feathers of four eleven geese, took a whole boat of pop for the chick. It hold eight kids and four. Told her I'd call her at eight thirty. She's probably nervous. But we had a lot of fun on grandma's feather After supper we'd sit around the fire, the old folks would spit and shoot. All the talk about the farm and the war and my granny sing a balladore Okay. Well, uh, I guess we'll check up with her later. I'm kind of hurt that my grandmother dusted me. I mean, 
this is going to be the crux of the show is this conversation with my grandmother. But if the phone rings, uh, we'll know who it is. We will know who it is. Taco Bell hot sauce saved another life this weekend. Uh, we didn't cover it the, the last time. I forgot to write it on my notes, but it was awesome. This dude got stuck in a snowstorm in his car, no food, no water except from snow. Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Unless you melt it. You got to pee on it, maybe. Melt it. Whole thing. He was going to die. But he had, a hot, he had the hot, extremely hot Taco Bell package. That's all he had in the car. Great call to have in your car. I'm a medium guy. I'm a, I'm a medium guy. I'm not a mild guy. I'm a medium guy. I mean, I don't even eat meat. But I, I, I roll with the Taco Bell. But this dude, I mean, the hot sauce magical. Saved another life. A man survived. It was five days in his car eating nothing but hot Taco Bell hot sauce packets. They gave him free Taco Bell for a year, which is awesome. But in Florida, and of course this was Florida, a man was sitting down at Taco Bell when he decided to get up from his seat to procure more hot sauce. Mere seconds later, an elderly man crashed through the front of the Taco Bell with his car, hitting the table where the hot sauce retrieving customer had been just moments before. This dude would have been pinned. I mean, you don't think about it. You got to fear Florida. You have to fear Florida because obviously it's a land of many elderly. Land of many elderly. And you know how they get. I mean, this guy was trying to park in the handicapped spot and he just ran into the freaking building. And you always forget your hot sauce at Taco Bell. When you're in the drive-thru, you got to remember. But when you sit down, you always sit down, you get your food, you're all pumped. I never grab it right when I do it. Could save your life. I mean, obviously, the guy could have got his hot sauce a freaking second earlier and walked back and gotten crushed to death by, uh, you know, this geezer. But that's also just Florida. That, that's the risk you're running. But I like, I like this one being another notch on the belt for the Taco Bell hot sauce. you got to respect the bell. Amigos is... Teamed up with Can-Am Motorcycles, and they have a motorcycle line now. It's called, or they're called Rikers. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It's not a motorcycle, so I don't even know why they're telling me this is a motorcycle. This is a trike. It's got three wheels. Two in the front, one in the back. That's a trike. I'm not knocking trikes. This Riker, these Rikers, Rikers Island, it's cool. Prison, New York, even though they're Atlanta guys, hot Atlanta. It's priced pretty conservatively at $8,499, eight and a half bands on this thing. I was reading about this and I was thinking, is that a flex? Honest to God, I don't know, right? Because I don't know, I, I don't remember the lyrics to Gucci Gang, but I think that that was my, with, with the modern term of flexing, you know, obviously people earlier in the game were flexing long before today's young stars. You know, the old heads would correct me on that. Oh, he's old heads. But eight and a half bands or racks? Honest to God, I don't know. Is that a flex? Because a rolly is going to set you back like $13,000. A rolly is going to cost you some dosh. But $8,500, that might as well just be a big wheel, you know, you're riding on. That might as well just be a Schwinn tricycle, red trike, going down the big hill. But 
it does look pretty cool. It's in it's in a nice green. It it linked up with uh, St. Party's Day pretty well. It, if I could get one, I, I, I would. But I don't know if it's a flex. If you pull up to the Hotland of strip clubs in one of those, I, I don't know if you're going to get any clout. No cap. Dead ass. I, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Moving on. DMX. Whoa. Whoa. That's a rough rider's roll. You, you know, you know DMX. I've always said that he's a born preacher. He's got it in him. Because I saw a video of him at an airport Chili's. Absolutely ripping in to the bartender about why Jesus loves him. I knew he had it. If you can go, whoa, whoa, that's a rough rider's roll. You could preach. So Kanye's been doing these Sunday services, his version of Mass. It's a joyous celebration. It's a great thing. It's fun. They do the songs. They've got this whole choir. But DMX kicked it off with a heater on Sunday. God, I forget that we're coming off of a hot three-day weekend. So this was a while ago already. Here's Your favorite DMX. surrounds me as a shield. And the first thing that people come in contact with is my favorite shield. Thank you that I have favor with you and man today. All day long, people go out of their way to bless and to help me. I have favor with everyone that I deal with today. Doors that were once closed are now open for me. I receive preferential treatment. I have special privileges. I am God's favored child. Yeah. No good thing will he withhold from me. Because of God's favor, my enemies cannot triumph over me. Amen. supernatural increase and promotion. I declare restoration. How do they know when to cheer like that? Whoa, he gets, he's good at real estate. Kind of he's swinging his hands. You get it. He loves God. Never going to knock a man for that. Never. But I do love, I didn't even think about this. But I love, there's a couple of things that you go to and they cheer. And I just don't get it. I've never heard enough of DMX preaching, and he sounds badass, whatever he's saying. Whoa, you know, X gonna give it to you. Like, if I could talk like that, it'd be insane. I saw a dude in the streets of San Francisco. He, he did Rough Riders live, Rough Riders Anthem live. Killed it. I mean, he sounded just like DMX. If I had that talent, I would say everything like that, including my sermons. But if I were in the crowd of this sermon, I don't know what to chant. I don't want to go, amen, I, bl- I guess, because everyone did it at the same time. If you're just the one guy, everyone's like, you, oh, why'd he amen that? I mean, it's like dance recitals. In, in the limited bit of, you know, experience dancing I've watched, everyone goes, woo, when they do some spins and tumbles. But it all looks the same to me. I do not have a nuanced preacher's ear. I do not have a nuanced dancing eye. Because you go along with it when everyone does it, but it'd be great to be the first one to go, woo! Like in the national anthem when they go, in the right, the ball's red, give. When do they do it? Down our flag, oh, Saint is that star spangled banner yet wave. And then go, woo! I love doing that. I'm big on that. Because I know when it's coming. But I don't know when it's coming in a, in a, in a dance or a DMX sermon. How could you? I'm still disappointed that my grandmother is fully in the dark on me right now. I think we're going to try again. Honestly, you won't hear this. If my grandmother does not pick up the phone on me twice, I mean, if she's nervous, she'll tell oh, she'll talk to me later. She'll I'm nervous. But I want to talk to her. I got stories about the mob. 
There's mob killings. We got to talk about this. We got to get this out there. I want some takes. So you got to give me some takes. Takes to start off my Tuesday morning. Takes to get me through the long weekend. She's going to leave me hanging. God damn. Unbelievable. Sorry, Mimi. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I just said sign of the cross. I should not have said goddamn. Uh, this week in Bezos, maybe getting back at Musk for his sort of leg up with, I mean, actually putting people in space. Bezos says that Musk isn't going to be the guy. But I want to see some delivered, but this is pretty cool what he's doing. Bezos once a year as an invite-only robotics conference. It's happening this week. And I think this is where the robot dog photo that we always talk about came from last year because you freak out about that. Oh, he's got a robo pup. He could do anything. He already listens to every conversation I have through my Alexa. And he also just has a pet that will live forever because the worst part of having a dog is the fact that you know it's going to die. It's awful. It's sad. Dogs dying, will, it'll always be a sad thing. Crack that. Uh, but it seems like this year's Robo Conference has a sort of Mars slant. However, I'm looking at a picture right now of him in a sort of Pacific Rim type mecha suit. I mean, honest to God, he's in the cabin of this thing with two levers beaming. Biggest smile on his face. He's got his arms out like uh, Nixon winning the presidency, th- throwing the V's, and he's, I mean, he's giggling. And he should be. He's 10 feet in the air in a robo suit. It's, it's unbelievable. Also, he upped his dog-ish with a robo dragonfly this morning. He just, boop, threw out this little drone thing. Thing was flying around. Looks like a dragonfly. I think dragonflies are beautiful. It's smart. You do dogs. Everyone likes dogs. Dragonfly, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking, oh, I want a, a dragonfly drone, but now I want one. It's awesome. You go down the Truckee River in the middle of the summer, you will see dragonflies on on each other. I think when they mate, they just stick to each other. It's awesome. It's a wonder. It's honest to God. It's a wonder of nature. It's beautiful. This also the space stuff. This is your space update. This comes in a week. When the former director of the United States Department of Defense was given a talk and just casually said, yeah, UFOs, they're real. Uh, Why did it take me a week to see that? Why was that not headline on Twitter? Why was that not front page of my morning paper? I mean, I had a sneaking suspicion that UFOs were real. I thought they were real. But you got the guy who would know that they were real. I mean, they Trump didn't put him in charge of the Space Force. That's going to be me. I'm going to be in charge of the Space Force. You watch. But this guy was just like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, no. These aliens, they're, they're flying around, man. No one cares. It's like an open secret in the, the defense community, which baffles me. I mean, we need a Space Force. We probably have a Space Force. Honest to God, I wouldn't be surprised if Men in Black was a freaking documentary at this point. But we want to go to space. Other, other, other planets are beating us to the punch. We, we didn't want the Soviets beating us to the moon. I'm happy we didn't. I'm, I, I'm, I swell with pride for my flag, knowing that we beat the Soviets in the space race. Awesome. We did our job. But other planets? That's ice cold. And we won't even admit it. This guy's saying it. We don't even care. When it, we're not going to be flying. Maybe we are flying around. Maybe they just don't tell us. We're sheep. We're sheep. Sorry to go, Alex Jones. We're sheep. 
I think that the the government goes to other planets all the time. I think the solar system. We talked about the solar system union, the 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 solar union, solar systemic racism. I think they're just going to all these planets. They're colonizing it. It's the British Empire out there. UFOs are real. This is the public service announcement. So. The boogeyman doesn't make excuses. The boogeyman doesn't apologize. And that's not what I'm trying to do. But that was egregious, what I laid down. And, I mean, I wasn't joking when I say that I literally did not go to sleep last night. I've never done that. You could thank the Huffington Post for that article being at the top of the page. That happened two years ago, the Department of Defense guy. It's true that we might be sheep. It's true that I might be Alex Jones. It's true that the CIA might be trying to silence me right now. Who knows? But this is not new news, and this is my fault that I missed it. That's it. Usually we do Russia tales, but this week I've got an Australian tales. I've got two of them. Big week in Australia. Big week. They took Ireland's flag this week on St. Party's Day. Uh, This was too wild to pass up. A 1,300-pound dog-eating crocodile put in jail for his crimes in Australia. What do you do when a massive crocodile terrorizes your neighborhood, kills animals, and scares the locals? You call Gator Boys. It's a great show. Well, cops in Australia's Northern Territory had a different idea. Northern Territory, I think, in Australia is sort of their Russia, Florida. I think that's where the crazy is. All the warm climates. They've decided that jail time is the best method to deal with the dog-eating croc. Or, yeah, dog-eating croc. Um, this article wrote, that'll teach the crafty croc who's boss. That's that's a bit much. Under the gun, you have 15 seconds. Name two birds that aren't team mascots. Oof. Cardinal, no, not cardinal. Flamingos. I think I just lost myself in under the gun. I was going to say penguins. I didn't even have time. Holy crap, holy. I know exactly what Jack means. I didn't even give myself the full 15 seconds. I I freaking just lost myself. I could have said hummingbirds. That was ass night. I, I'm embarrassed. I was trying to do a little gag. Oh, I'll do under the gun. I wrote that. I wrote that. I didn't think of two. Anyway, back to this 600-kilogram monster. It was caught in the community of Wernimunga on the Tiwi Islands. Police threw him in jail before animal handlers were able to transport him for captive breeding. Whoa. When I wrote this down, I didn't even pay attention to that. The handlers took him for captive breeding. You have this dog eating crocodile. And you put him in jail. He does a couple hours in the slammer. Maybe maybe they had their way with him. Maybe they did. Maybe he had to poop in front of everyone on a metal toilet. That's also a sink. I don't know. But then they just let him have sex. They let him mate. They wanted his seed. If that's not prison rape, if that's not prostitution, I don't know what is. But it's a crocodile. I'm sure he was very satisfied with, with, with getting taken in for captive breeding. Also in Australia, you had the egg kid. Awesome. Awesome. How did, you, you had to. I mean, you, you saw this video. You did. That kid, 16, 17-year-old kid, 
walked up to the the Aussie politician, pelted him in the back of the head with an egg. And then the guy turns around, gets two pretty good hooks on the kid, which, you know, I dug. But now the Australian PM is saying that they want to charge the politician as hard as they can for um, assault or whatever. I mean, it, it reminded me of when Bush got pelted with the shoes in Iraq. Of course he turned around and swung. You're a politician. I'd constantly be worried about getting shot. I'm partially, I mean, I was going to be vice president, but if Jack got in, I would have to kill him so that I could be president. It's a power struggle. I'd make it look like an accident. But then I'd be worried about political assassinations. I mean, even a good guy like JFK or, you know, Abe Lincoln, they got shot. I'd be doing such good things that they would shoot me. That's what it'd be. I'd be a martyr for a good thing, not a, hey, this guy sucks. When you're a sucky president, you don't get shot. They didn't shoot, like, uh, Nixon or something. They, they didn't shoot him. The kid was sort of just escorted out by cops, which was kind of awesome because the cops just didn't seem like they cared. All the dudes at the rally just pinned this dude, had their necks on They had their elbows on his necks, pinned him down. And then when they let him go, the cops just sort of walked him out like whatever. Because I heard that the Aussie politician is a total a-hole. He's got all these radical Muslim takes. You know, you get down an iffy rabbit hole real quick with that, especially being right next to New Zealand. I mean, it's actually far from New Zealand, but on a map. It's a sensitive time right now to be talking about that. And this dude did not care. So he got pelted by a 17-year-old with an egg. And... I mean, you got to respect those Aussie cojones on the kid. I don't know if I would pelt a politician I didn't like in the back of the head with an egg. I think they don't really have guns in Australia. I think in America I would be shot and killed. So I think that's what that is. That's not even like a gun control stance. That's just the reality of the situation. Did you see this? This guy had the luck of the Irish. And it, this wasn't even on St. Party's Day. And the man was not Irish. But the dude was shot at with an arrow. And it went through his phone. Saving his life. Wow. Wow. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be up front here. I didn't read the article. I know, I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. I'm, a, I'm the boogeyman. Anyway, I didn't read the article. I didn't, but he did get shot with an arrow. And there's not many situations that I could think of where you're going to get shot at by an arrow unless you're at, well, like an archery range. I could read the article. I could find out, but I didn't. Not like that. I keep it real. I just think that if this dude was engaged in some sort of archery battle, that'd be crazy. I think that if there was an assassin, a sort of Robin Hood out there just shooting uh, bows and arrows, hitting people, that'd be crazy. I don't even know what world we're living in. I don't even know what land we're living in. If this was America, they could chill about guns. I say take away bows and arrows, too. This man was getting bow hunted. Most dangerous game. Not even an Irish guy. Luck the Irish. Obviously, it's just me. And this is going to be odd because usually I fine-tune these for Jack. 
But moral dilemma. You can't even discuss, debate this. But I've got a moral dilemma. You, and by you, I mean me, Jack is not here, become a famous athlete. Not going to happen for me, unfortunately. I think it'd be cool. Maybe an analyst. But this is not applicable. So I don't know what sport it would be. Maybe archery. But uh, you become a famous athlete. You've got a $500,000 offer to promote this product. But you 100% do not believe in it. So for me, this would be a thing like kombucha. I'm not going to drink it. I don't like it. I think that it tastes bad. But 500K. So am I going to be a sellout and sell the product, sell my soul? Or am I going to turn it down? I thought long and hard about this. In the second that I could sell out, I mean the second, if I'm a pro athlete, because it's me, I'm not going to be a very good one. I'll probably tear my ACL pretty short into it. So you got to have a backup plan. 500K, drink a little kombucha. I'll have them put or you know, a little red dye in my seltzer water so that I could stomach it so that I won't spit it out and puke on the camera like a diva. And then you walk away with 500K. Oh, drink Synergy Kombucha. I don't, is that a thing that's got the seeds in it? I don't like that either. If it's a whole foods drink, I'm just not drinking it. It's just the reality of the situation. I'll sell it. I'll sell it with this program. I already did. We're selling ads on this sucker. We're selling ads. That's right. That's right. The second I could get products in your ears... I did. I did. That's right. I did. And I don't know if any of you guys are going to go to Frontier Ford, but it's all about that money. It's all about that money. Uh, debate and discussion. This time with myself, which is going to be interesting. I like taking the pros and the cons and playing devil's advocate in debates. I don't know if I'm going to take both sides of this. I forgot what I wrote. Man named Sober, arrested for public intoxication. The debate and discussion, was his name a good call by his parents? The, the reality of the situation is when your name is Sober, your, doctor was, your mother was just trying to prove a point to the doctor who was like, wow, this baby looks like you were just wasted nonstop during your pregnancy and she goes no I was sober the, ba the baby was sober he wasn't getting any of that second hand alcohol he's sober he, his name is sober and then it didn't clearly didn't work the dude got arrested for public intoxication the guy's like wow you're the officer comes up to him you know sir you're you're, you're really stumbling around the officer the, the, the guy wasted goes hi I'm sober and the officer's like whoa I mean I, I wasn't accusing you of, of anything he goes no like my my name is Sober. And then he takes his license, takes it to the car. This dude's got three outstanding warrants. And then he comes back. Uh, hi, Sober. Uh, I'm going to have to take you in. Uh, we we ran your license. Some stuff came back. And uh, I'm going to need you to do a breathalyzer test. It doesn't appear that you're sober. And then you go, no, I'm sober. I don't know if that's funny. Eh, whatever. It's just how we roll. Coker Radio. Coker DT Radio. 
coming out hot of a long weekend. I got stood up by my grandmother. That hurts. But I'm just going to talk about what I was prepared to talk to her about because I'm not going to get those takes. The college scandal thing. Aunt Becky from Full House, condemned, charged criminal now. Her daughter was a YouTuber. Okay, so back it up. You you probably heard about this by this at at this point, but there was a whole thing. This dude was running a genius operation. He was running an SAT clinic. Around here, I think it was Silicon Valley. And you have these rich Silicon Valley executives, all these folks coming in, and they want to get their kids into a great school, an Ivy League school, sort of just for the flex. Supposedly they like putting it on their Facebooks. It's all about status in these parts. That's why you can't be seen riding around a Riker, you know. It's all about the flex. It's all about the flex, baby. I got that gold chain popping. Anyway, this dude runs this SAT center. And he's got a guy working there so smart that he can just take the SAT and get you anywhere you want. He can get you an 1100. He can get you a 1330. He can get you a 1600. I mean, some of these kids, it seemed like, were so stupid that he would have to give them, like, if if they got a perfect 1600, the college actually just wouldn't believe it. But it's weird because a lot of these kids took the SAT thinking it was real, and they're very rich parents, but not rich enough to buy a building at the school to get them in, or cheating behind closed doors to get them into USC. I mean, there was there was a great thing. You saw a tweet out there. In this college scandal, you've got these elite schools condemned. Elite schools, Harvard, Yale, USC. They're saying that's a USC wet dream to be elite and to be among the likes of Harvard and Yale. Uh, that was funny. But it shows how, you know, you, USC is also a party school because you have these people buying the way in. A lot of them actually got onto the into the schools in Stanford and as the rowing team in Yale on the soccer team and I think the Stanford football team, all these teams, it was a lot of rowing and sailing. Oh, you, you got to feel bad for the sailing guys. I'm sure they're very, very poor. They needed the scholarships. Uh, but they were going to get opportunities to be walk-on athletes, so they weren't getting scholarships, but they would get eased admission so they could get the opportunity to try it. And these kids had literally never played these sports in their lives. So they photoshopped their faces onto real athletes because they had to send a photo to the school you know, to to officially get approved to be on the team. So those photos are probably awesome. I mean, I'm sure you can find them somewhere. I just, whatever. I am was going to ask my grandmother. I'm, I'm curious if, if our family's going to chip in to get me into Stanford because that would be badass. You know, just a cool 250K. I walk, I, I walk out of there at Cardinal. You know, fear the tree. You can put it all over your Facebook I dig that. No, I, I would, I would get eaten alive at Stanford. You know what they do with people like me there. They'll have their way with me. It's like prison. They, they can't keep their eyes off me in the Stanford environment. Just a piece of meat, fresh meat. That didn't go away. I don't lose that label. Uh, yeah, but Aunt Becky, her daughter, I guess, is a YouTuber. She's doing what we're doing here. What I'm doing here, the Coca Radio, the Boogeyman. The junkyard dog. Oof, oof, oof. She does that, but much more successful because her mother is Aunt Becky. And it was awesome. She had a video on her YouTube, you know. I don't really watch YouTube, but someone sent it to me. She's going, 
yeah, I'm, I'm, you, you guys know, I'm, I'm not really good at, you know, I'm not really a school person, but, you know, I'm going to have to talk to the dean and figure out the, the workload because, um, you know, I want to experience game days and parties and whatnot. So it was cool. She just got in front of it. Like, I'm not a big, um, school person. I don't know how I got into USC, but I'm not asking any questions. Let's have a good time. There was a, a photo of a kid at Princeton or Yale or something that got in on, on their parents fixing it, rigging it. And they were interviewing him. Dude just fired up a had – a, had a blunt firing. And it was funny. On Twitter, they were like, wow, that's a, a poor blunt. He needs to go to blunt rolling school. I'm getting into iffy territory right here. I'm not a marijuana smoker. But it's funny to think about Princeton blunts. Maybe they are not well rolled. I, I, how would I know? I've never been. Never been. Bernie Sanders suffered a horrific head wound. I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his late 80s. That might be a gross exaggeration, but he looks, what the kids say, hella old. He looks like a very old-looking man. But he hit his head, opened in the shower door, banged his head. Oof. Big cut. Bandage all across the head. Bleeding. But it didn't stop him. He's still on the campaign trail. He better pick a good vice president. Because you got to prepare for the eventuality that he'll croak. I mean, it's just the it's just the truth. It's a stressful office. He's going to want to do big things. He's got to maybe it's going to be AOC. AOC will save us all. Don't bite my head off. I I really don't care about this stuff. I just think it's funny. I mean, you should look at this photo. Bernie looked in such a bad way. No, but we've got a little uh, Cosa Nostra update. You know, a little our secret, a little Sopranos in real life. Little Tony, the Gambino mob boss. Gambino being all-time family name. I don't follow the modern mob. You know, I watch. I watch The Sopranos. I watch The Godfather. I watch Goodfellas. I love the mob, but it, it's difficult to think about them still operating. I know that in New Jersey they still run trash delivery. And then they dispose of the bodies and all that. They got a little mafia. They, they each area, each family has their zone. But the Gambino family, mmm, the Gambino's awesome. My mother, when I was little, she called me her little Gambino. Nicolino, my bambino. She didn't say it like that, though. She called Nicolino. No, she did say it like that. It's like my friend, she said, Nicola. It's like those, uh, the Swiss cough drops. Ricola. Anyway, this guy was killed, the mob boss, killed in Long Island. And it's weird, it just came out by this Anthony Kamalo kid. Kamalo. A- A- Anthony. It's like in Sopranos, you know? You could beat up your girlfriend, but you start shooting up smack, and then, you know, you have an intervention on your hands. Anthony. Favorite character. No, Christopher. Christopher! I don't know why I'm thinking. I think Christopher looks like my Uncle Anthony. That's what this situation is. Christopher Moltisanti. Shoots up junk. Christopher, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta stop. Anyway, shot this dude, this 24-year-old, 24-year-old no one, Anthony Camilla. Based off the article I read, they don't even think this kid's gang-related. They don't even think he's in, in, they don't even think he's a made man. But he shot the mob boss at his house, left a whole bunch of evidence, was all over the cameras. I love that the police just know who the mob bosses are and they can't do anything about it, so they got to get an Anthony Kamalo kid to, to do something about it. And the police even described this killing as absolute amateur hour. They said he left his prints all over the plates, a whole bunch of evidence, they just got the kid. They're like, hey, why'd you do this? We'll find out soon. 
not a definitely an awful thing to do. Let's keep the mob going a little bit. Uh, uh, Gambino hasn't been killed since 1988, they said. At a restaurant. Very good fellas. Very Sopranos. I don't know. But when you get a real mobster out there, it's awesome. I love that there's some dudes who try to Rico these guys. They've got a corkboard covered with the pictures and all the pins connected to them. And they just know these mob guys, but they can't arrest them. I don't even know if they do killings and stuff. They, who knows? Who knows? And Sopranos, the era was out. I might have that might have been all over our demos hats. I don't know if any of you guys have watched Sopranos. Watch it. Watch Sopranos. Anyway, that was Coca Radio. On me literally having zero hours of sleep. If you missed what happened, my grandmother totally stood me up. We hit a ton of ground. We hit kids named sober. We hit Aussie egg kids. We hit a bunch of St. Party's Day. It's a St. Party's Day vibe, this whole episode. Lucky the Irish, because I'm the boogeyman. I'm the junkyard dog. Woof, woof. Moker, 2019, the ASB run, Frack, signing off. We, we bid you good night. It was a good run while it lasted. It was a good time while it lasted, but they, the powers that be shut it down. It's okay. It's okay. We'll be back. No, we won't be back next time. I mean, there is no next time. We're almost out of here. But we'll have new, we'll, we'll have new stuff. We didn't even hey, we didn't even need ASB anyway. We were gonna win. They were worried. I'm the boogeyman. But thank you for listening to Coker Radio. Jack isn't here to not say a tagline, but I hope that you have a good week. I hope that may that God may bless you and your family. I hope that my grandmother calls in sometime soon. And I hope you check out and purchase a Riker and tell me if it's a flex or not. Eight racks, eight bands, I don't even know. See you uh Thursday for Mocha Radio and uh see you next Tuesday. No, see you next Tuesday for in front of your back. That's no sleep speaking. This is no sleep speaking. And uh, Mocha Radio next Tuesday. Bye-bye. <laughs>